Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and today my co-host, Sam Swearingen. Now, he is a two-time North America Rodeo Commission Saddle Bronc Riding Champion. He's my co-host today, and this is Beyond the Shoot. So today, Sam and I catch up. Now, Sam and I are riding for the brand, BTC Beyond the Shoots. And you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we're now up on YouTube. And there's a brand new Facebook group page, Beyond the Shoots. Find it, like it, follow it. And Sam, what a beautiful day today. What have you been up to? How's the weather where you are? Let me ask that first. Well, it's a little smoky out here. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Smoke? It, it, I don't understand. I ask about weather and you tell me it's smoky. Is that is that weather? It is weather. Uh, the, <laughs> the great French Canadians are having wildfires up there and it's blowing down our way. And, uh, yeah, it it is uh, kind of irritating. You know, your yeah. throat gets a little sore Doesn't. when you're out there. And, you know, it's not terrible, but... Uh, you know, if there was a reason to wear a mask, now we have one. Okay. So, really? Okay. So it's that bad up there. Yeah. I'm not saying it's horrible, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some days it's, yeah, really bad. But, okay. Uh, so you got to watch the air quality, not just if it's raining or it's snowing. You got to now watch the air quality up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, making my hay, I always had to worry about the rain and, uh, you know, everything that's going on. And now the, smoke is kind of blocking the sun out where it doesn't dry real good anyway so it's like really no okay uh, taking an extra day so oh my goodness i wouldn't have thought of that my goodness so so what have you been up to i know uh, last time we talked your hay is all up for the first cutting and i think you were working on some for some neighbors and some friends yeah so i've been doing a little bit of that a little Working on the house a little bit, doing things I should have done when it was new, but, uh, yeah, just kind of putzing around. (laughs) Okay. All right. So a little bit of downtime for you. You have to get busy again, making your second cutting. Um, so last week, as you know, last weekend, I went up to Putnam up to that nice road course, uh, up there. It's about a two mile asphalt road course up there. And as you know, I worked with professional driving coach, Kelly Jones. He's of racecraft one right there in Indianapolis and what a great, actually two days, what a great two days. Uh, we'd gone up there with a little bit different setup, a little bit different rear camber, a little more negative camber, which as you go around a corner puts more of the tire onto the surface of the, of the pavement. And uh, what a great experience. And I ran faster, Sam, on the final run of my day by about a half a second than what I'd ever run up there in, in, uh, in my car. So what a great adventure with him. And uh, he shot video, which we reviewed, and he has all kinds of data. He can tell me if I'm braking too soon or accelerating too soon or turning in too late. Um, and, and everything, everything in the racing these days is based on data. So it was a great day. Uh, great two days, actually, the car did great. And, um, we're going to head up, um, we're going to head up to the Northeast with it here up into New Hampshire and going to run two tracks up there in the next, uh, during the month of July. So great to have a good professional driving coach, Sam. 
Yeah, uh, he sounds like an outstanding man. I'd like to learn a little more about, about him from what you said. He, he just uh, is just just sounds like very professional and hardworking and pushing the limits his yeah. whole life. And it, it it just doesn't it feel good when you do better than you did the day before. Absolutely. It, it, and and you know you've got to be in a learning mindset, and and that's the whole thing. You know, you better set your ego at the door. Doesn't matter what you've been doing. Doesn't matter what you think you know. You've got to be open and willing to to listen. And some of this was okay. I'll try it, um, and I did. And guess what? I was faster. So you got to have a little faith in your coach. I think that's a big important part. And and to be in that learning mindset, Sam, you got to be wide open. You know, uh, you said a big thing right there. You got to set your ego at the door. You yeah. know, a little pin can pop the biggest balloon. I like that. And if your ego is, will get popped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so be ready to move forward when it does. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes that ego where we think we know it all is what really is holding us back from trying something different or learning something new or advancing. Um, I like that. That's a, that's a good slogan for a, for a t-shirt, Sam. We ought to, we ought to put that up. I think. I just thought of that, but yeah, uh, it's so true. And and as people, we don't want to do anything new and I'm as guilty as anybody. Oh, it works fine. Leave it alone. You know, don't touch my phone (laughs) that I don't know how to work. (laughs) Don't get me another one because I don't want to, you know, give me my flip phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, we as a society don't really want to try step out of the box per se. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and you know, we should. You, we should absolutely. And when you think of these bull riders, these bronc riders, these calf ropers, all these rodeo athletes, barrel racers, you better be open to learning new things and trying new things. And they aren't always major, but sometimes it takes a while to get that uh, new skill started and new skill put into practice well enough. So what happens during that eight second eight second ride or 14 second barrel race run you know old habits are the hardest thing to change yeah yep. so if you learn it right from the start and then add little things to it, mm-hmm. it, it, it is so much easier mm-hmm. um but old habits are so hard to break i with Dale and I didn't let them get on bucking machines and things like that because that's how you get old habit. Really? On the okay. kind that roll and just have a rope, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the right kind, yes, it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, the kind that makes you do dumb stuff just so you stay on mm-hmm. doesn't work on a real animal. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So what a great segue, you know, um, got a, got a listener, Dale Pack. He's, he's up here in the, um, I think he's over in Indiana. And um, he, he, sent, he sent in a comment, a, a message to me. He said, good morning, Doug. Just curious if you know of any clinics around for beginners for rough stock. He said his, his son is really wanting to get into it. He isn't even in junior high yet. And I like that uh, Dale is looking um, uh, forward. He, he liked our conversation on helmets, which we're going to pick up here in just a minute. Um, so 
what what do you do? Let's say this young man's in fifth grade, sixth grade, Sam, comes to you and mm-hmm. says, I want to ride bulls. I want to be a professional bull rider. What what's the what's the advice? What's the timeline? How might you set up a program for somebody wanting to get into bull riding? You know, and, and that's that's hard with a young kid like that, you know, when they live with me, like mm-hmm. the boys, it mm-hmm. was easy because okay. that's what you, you, you knew that's where their goals were and what they wanted to do. And they lived with you and you could work at it all day. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I said before, I, you know, bought them a ping pong table for Christmas for, you know, one thing it was would help them where they wanted to go with the hand-eye coordination mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm, but another mm-hmm. thing that gave them a Christmas present that uh, that was not more money out of my pocket. Right, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, right. But uh, probably the best thing for any rough stock rider to do is ride horses bareback up and down short, quick little hills. Really? Turn. Okay, okay. And uh, it gets them the feel of the animal mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to start feeling where they're going and what they're doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, riding horses is probably the best thing and bareback riding is even better. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Getting a good seat. Uh, yeah. Feeling the animal. You bet. Yeah. You bet. Getting up over them because you can't ride a, a horse bareback. Yeah, most people don't have any clue about horses. When you get on a horse bareback, they sit about a foot farther back. They're right in the middle of the horse's back, mm-hmm. and then you have to slide them up and show them. And uh, that that that'll give you that in order to stay there where you got to be when the horse is going up a quick little hill and dropping down the other side. And then uh, you know how they got these motocross things for the kids going over these hills up mm-hmm. and down mm-hmm. and jumps and quick turns mm-hmm. that's exactly what would help with uh, somebody starting to ride okay and and then you've talked also about a drop barrel yep and uh, yeah so what would be the drills on a drop barrel that would be useful to a young man wanting to get started um that way it, it it would be kind of like riding a horse. It would get you up over the front mm-hmm. and learn, get automatically without thinking about it, get push your chest out and get up over the front of that bull mm-hmm. or that animal mm-hmm. or the drop barrel. Okay. And then um, when I was down at Jerome's, he took it to another level that I never thought of. Jerome Davis, mm-hmm. you know, world champion bull rider. We mm-hmm. took Dale into a couple schools down there mm-hmm. and he would get them out of position like they were getting bucked off mm-hmm. and how to turn loose oh, wow. and jump back into position. Okay. I, would, I never thought of that. It was always, my mindset was always never get out of position, but it happens. Right. So right. he was trying to mm-hmm. compensate and teach them to physically get back to where they belong and mentally doing it without thinking about it. And that was a great great thing i learned that day you bet you bet and speaking of rodeo schools you know there's some around golly lyle sankey sankey rodeo schools he's been around absolutely forever sam and i think he's got a pretty good reputation i think i went to one of his schools oh would have been a long 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 time ago 
probably back in the late 80s, something like that. And, and the big thing is, of course, uh, matching up the stock. You've talked about this, getting on the right stock for the age of the, of the cowboy or the cowgirl that's wanting to learn how to, how to do this, not to get overpowered so they can actually learn, actually learn while they're riding just a little bit and build some confidence. Yeah. Uh, the right stock is the most important thing at any school. Because you're trying to learn, mm-hmm. and you can't learn anything if you're getting up off the ground the first jump. Right. Uh, you, you want them to at least feel it and and get the, the movement of the animal and what you're supposed to be doing. And that might not come till a year down the road, mm-hmm. but if mm-hmm. you're getting on the right animal, you can ride them a little ways. Right. And de- definitely the worst thing in the world for anybody learning to ride as well this one doesn't buck that hard you know it doesn't mm-hmm. but it travels and half runs and mm-hmm. kicks once in a while mm-hmm. just terrible mm-hmm. to learn on mm-hmm. just terrible mm-hmm. you know yeah um so um with these younger kids whether they're doing horses or bull riding or whatever ears are really good because they usually have enough kick and they're not they don't go as fast as another like a pony or mm-hmm. something small um, okay okay there, there's there's only good practice horses i mean good that will just hop enough to help them but won't go and travel are extremely hard to find i was blessed with three or four of them through the thousands of horses i had mm-hmm. uh, that were outstanding for kids mm-hmm. but uh and then when you looked over the numbers at the end of the year, you would buck those three or four horses, probably five to one to everything right, else. Right. Even right. at a rodeo. Yeah. If you're trying to help kids. You bet. You bet. All right. Well, I did a little research, Dale, and uh, Rodeo Sankey School. That he's got uh, a couple in Ohio, uh, one in December, and uh, looks like Oak Hill, which is, well, I'd guess, about an hour east, due east of Cincinnati. One in um, one, one then, and then one next April as well. The other thing he spoke about, Sam, that we talked about last time we were on, was uh, was rodeo helmets. And I found just a real quick blurb. I've been doing a little research, and in, in, in it's titled "What to Look for in a Good Bull Riding Helmet." And it says a good servable, uh, serviceable bull riding helmet features adequate jaw facial protection, smooth contours durability, lightweight, a snug fit, and breakaway capabilities. You had talked about the breakaway capability, Sam, and I believe that uh, the helmet, the hockey helmet, or the helmet that Dalen had ridden in didn't have the breakaway, and they thought that might have caused the jaw injury that he had? Yeah, I think uh, that that was just what happened. It was more of a hockey-type helmet. And I'm not sure it wasn't just a hockey helmet, mm-hmm. but when he was uh, about 13 or so, 12, 13 in that area, he had his jaw broke because of the helmet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, as much as it protected him, it, it also hurt him. Right. And uh, right. I believe he uses a 100X helmet now. And 
we we did after he broke his jaw his mother started doing a lot of research mm -hmm. on it mm -hmm. and uh started calling people and this is where we where she ended up and uh yeah put the work into it to try to help these kids as much as they can so if you are got young kids out there starting i can't emphasize uh get the right helmet from the start mm -hmm. it's just like old habits you know yeah. get the right thing the best you can to begin with you bet and, uh, i i had a nephew that his son was going to start riding and i kept saying you know get the helmet get the helmet well he's only he doesn't really you know mm -hmm. i said get the helmet <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, you're a doctor. Don't right. be so dead, burn tight with your money. Get <laughs> right. that kid the right kind of help. And right. if it doesn't work, well, you just wasted a little bit of money. Right, you know? right. Right. Deal. right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, uh, yeah, right kind of helmet. And going back to Lyle Sankey School, I'm sorry I didn't oh, touch yeah. on that very yeah. much. School, schools are... I never went to one, but mm. what a wonderful way to help kids. Mm. Uh, just mm. just wonderful. And the younger, the better. If they just listen and not even get on, they can take take home something. Uh, okay. That, that uh, these guys know what they're doing for a reason. They've been there. They've done that. And just, just a great, great opportunity for you kids. Bet. And I'll continue to do some research, Sam, because I think this is a good topic Um back uh, talking about the rodeo schools we should we should find out what some good ones are that uh that are taking place these days i know gary lefew in the past has had a few right um and of course you and your brothers had them for years uh, and then and then coming back to the 100 helmets x helmets i'm looking at them right here the total weight's about 2.6 pounds uh titanium alloy face mask carbon fiber face frame and chin cup and then they have a, a special comlock system, which is uh, all to that connection, I would say, or how, how it's uh, the chin straps connected. Got a carbon fiber face frame, uh, face mask built at 17 degrees for vision enhancement. So, and they're going to cost you some money. I mean, there's no way around it, but my goodness, you got to stay safe. And right now it's mandatory. If you're going to ride Little Bridges Rodeo or High School Rodeo, it's mandatory. So why not put them in the best, you know, keep them safe. Exactly. You know, uh, spend it one time and forget about it. I know sometimes it's hard to do, but, uh, you know, it, it can happen to anybody. And mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm not a firm believer in the horse riding store, the helmet, because mm -hmm. the way they jerk your neck. Yeah. Yep. But uh, the bull riding, definitely. You definitely. It, you know, I, I can't. It saved Dalen's life, period. Yep, uh, yep, yep, two years ago. Absolutely. No other way to put it. You no bet. other way to put it. You bet. Got stepped on. Absolutely. And then before we roll on, Hayden Pack, pole bender out of, out of Kentucky here. She is headed to the National High School Finals. Sam, that's going to, that's not, uh, that's less than about three weeks from now. July 6th, heck, that's two weeks from now. July 16th yeah. through the 22nd, Gillette, Wyoming, You've been out there. Uh, Dalen and Colton have been out there. Give us, give us a couple minutes of of your memories of of such a place. Uh, and uh, yeah, I went. I only got the chance to go to one high school finals, mm. but uh, it is a really big deal with kids from 
not all just all over the country, but Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Mexico. It is the world's largest rodeo. Yep. And it it really separates you see the kids that are doing it for the fun and the kids that really the desire of some of these kids is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And it will push them to the next level and just really, really good watching. When you get in that short go, there's there's some talent. There's some talent. So I did a little research. I was on the website last night, National High School um, Association website. They are celebrating their 75th year this year, Sam. I had no idea they've been around that long. I wouldn't either. Uh, I never heard of it till I was probably, you know, 25 years old. I didn't even know there was high school rodeo existed. And uh, what, what an amazing thing for kids and I thought, man, that would have been pretty neat. But, uh, yeah, it, it just gives them an opportunity. And, you know, like in high school sports and stuff, it goes to the state level. If you win a state championship, that's amazing. Well, this goes to a world level. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just just so incredible. Absolutely. So, Hayden Pack, we say congratulations for qualifying to the National High School Finals and have fun. Good luck. Go enjoy it. As Sam said, it is a big deal. You're going to meet a lot of people. You're going to see a lot of fans, a lot of arenas out there, uh, lots going on all the time. So go out there, have fun. Uh, Sam, any advice for someone that uh, uh, first run in a big arena and a big stage like that? sitting on their horse in the alley ready to go what do they do well i think just think it's in your backyard okay it's the same thing the poles aren't moving they're just like they are in your practice pen yep so yeah treat it that way treat it and that enjoy way. it you know <laughs> you enjoy it your, your parents are spending thousands of dollars for you to enjoy this girl <laughs> enjoy it and have fun have fun. uh it uh yeah it it's pretty incredible because she had to be in the top four of her of her absolutely, state absolutely. to get there so that that's good on its own but now it's the next thing you bet you know so yeah. Rep- representing kentucky for us hayden pack mm-hmm. good luck good luck young lady good pack. luck young lady we're cheering for you and, and we'll find out dale will they'll text me and let me know how she's doing out there but what an adventure what an incredible adventure the whole family will be in for so this is a point, Sam, where I typically ask, how is Dalen? And I got to thinking the other day, I'm not sure um, if all of our listeners know exactly who Dalen is. You know, I talk about Dalen as if everybody knows who Dalen is. And so let's talk a little bit about Dalen. When I met Dalen, um, he was he was riding calves and junior bulls. Um, give us kind of a timeline, Sam. Of, of how Dalen come into rodeo and uh, <laughs> we saw him at the Zebra Finals and so forth. So go ahead, Sam. Well, um, and I can talk about any one of my kids, so this is a good <laughs> yeah. a good thing. And when you, when you brought this up, you know, who is Dalen? Yeah. It, it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, a lot of these <laughs> listeners don't even know who we're talking about. But right. Dalen and all the kids are outstanding uh, mm-hmm. kids but Dalen started uh, when I married his mother we were he was into uh, 
junior bull riding at okay. that time. Okay. And uh, okay. we we started just started uh, seeing he had such talent mm -hmm. and it uh, put him on the right livestock and put him on the right livestock and it, it just kept progressing and uh, he, he just would uh, show me one step more mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. what his ability was mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. then when it, he got old enough to get on horses I took livestock to a school down in Pennsylvania and uh, Dalen was in it and he went down with the semi truck mm -hmm. and his mother and I stayed the night at the house and we're driving down there the next day and I, I wouldn't let him get on until I was there. Mm -hmm. Cody DeMoss was doing the school nice. and Dalen kept calling, where are you at? I want to get on. Where are you at? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was about a four hour drive. Yeah. He probably called us, a, you know, 30 times. <laughs> right, and, uh, <laughs> right, right. So his desire was there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And, and a little bit about Dalen, not only a rodeo rider, he was a wrestler in high school and a pretty darn good wrestler, Sam. Yeah, he was actually an outstanding wrestler he mm -hmm. could uh it's no telling what he could have done if his heart was in that like rodeo mm -hmm. and uh he wrestled for rodeo and he actually did a podcast uh it was called something about what wrestling has done for me or mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. in that that area and uh i told him he didn't wrestle his senior year because i said well if you're gonna ride do you want not wrestle i'll respect that and mm -hmm. you know just go that route i said but someday you'll regret it because you've only got this is the only time you can do that and in that podcast he did did say he said i wish i would have wrestled my senior year but wrestling has helped him immensely in what he want rodeo wise mm -hmm. it, it uh mentally it's you and that person mm -hmm. and uh Physically, he worked very hard at it, but uh, he, he, it gave him. Dalen was the type of wrestler that you didn't want to step on the mat with him. Mm -hmm. With Even if you were better, it was going to be a war. And, right, uh, right. He wouldn't give up, and he would try. You know, if he was getting beat, he would do what he could do to win. It didn't matter. And... Uh, one of the he was in maybe eighth grade or something he lost to somebody in overtime and slapped the mat mm -hmm. and uh i said man you had that much energy left you didn't leave it all out there yeah and i think that stuck with him <laughs> and <laughs> there wasn't once he didn't leave it out there after yeah, that you bet you bet yeah. And the similarities, as we've talked, between wrestling and bull riding and that mental attitude, as you said, and the body awareness, um, the ability to make moves. We've seen him with him. Um, and every time I see him, I, I swear that's that's a wrestling move, Sam, on the top of a bull. Yeah. You know, your hips, placing your hips is so important in both sports. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you get your hips higher than his wrestling, you usually get him down. Mm -hmm. And you can control your hips and move them on a bull where you want to be. It uh, it helps you immensely. So, um, yeah, and, and doing desperation moves in wrestling to 
to try to win and doing desperation moves to try to stay on the bull's back. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same scenario. You bet. You yeah. bet. And during high school, he competed in high school rodeo. And did he compete in he competed in three uh, three events: bareback, saddle broncs, and and bull riding. Sam, he did. He also competed in uh, breakaway roping, team oh, roping. Did. Oh, yeah. Um, not that he really cared a lot about it, yeah. but uh, people wanted him to rope with them, okay. so they'd have partners, and uh, it. Uh, and he could catch it. Mm -hmm. uh, one day the boys were arguing back and forth, and Colton said something. Well, they were both going to win the all around, and Colton had a pretty good lead. And Dale said, "Well, I'm just going to enter the breakaway rope." And Colton spouted up, "You go ahead. You just do it. You know. You know how kids <laughs> right, do." And right. it was all fun and games yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah. And Dalen won the breakaway rope. Okay. It's like, oh, oh, and I didn't want to see that. I yeah. didn't want to see that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I still think Colton won the all around that year. Okay. That year, so okay. it ended up okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so his senior year, his fourth year in high school rodeo, he won the National High School Rodeo Association's Bareback Bronc Riding National Championship, Sam. Yeah, that was. I didn't get to go that year. Huh. Well, let's go back to his freshman year. Oh, okay. he should have won. He should have won, won it. He should have won it his freshman year oh. at seven nine. He oh. double grabbed. Oh. It was making an outstanding ride. Yeah, and he came back. When I talked to him, I said, well, "Why'd you double grab?" What he said? Because you always said if I get out of shape to fight to get back in the middle. Mm -hmm. He wasn't out of shape. I said, did you feel out of shape? Because you weren't. Right. He said, yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. You, know, cause you see so many of these young kids that when they start to get bucked off into their hand, which they'll hang and drag, they don't fight to save themselves. I see. They just see. let it happen. I see. So if you're getting bucked off mm -hmm. and you're going to hang and drag, you better fight like I everything see. you got because it's a lot easier than dragging around there. You bet. And, uh, you bet. Hung up. You yeah. better fight to get back in that horse and get off the other side or get your hand out. You know, it just takes, you know, five seconds of giving it everything you got can save you a lot of injury. You bet. And you uh, bet. that's what I meant by it. And uh, uh, yeah, he was going to win it that year running away. Really? Right. Double grab. Okay. And uh, yeah, and winning it, the year he won it, uh, the short go horse wasn't real good, but the, he, he made a very nice ride in the long go. Okay. And getting to that, he he went to uh, the finals, the international youth finals, mm. which is a oh. big rodeo. Yeah, yeah. And Dalen, when he rides, he really he tries to spur. I mean, everything has got no safety up whatsoever mm -hmm. and uh boy his hand got blown out on two horses and I thought, what the heck and he didn't know what was going on but luckily um his college coach was there scouting him mm -hmm. and uh, his ribbon was broken the back it would oh, wow. just give enough where his hand would come out and he uh he got that uh Got a new rigging that week. They set it up, and he went and won the high school championship. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right people in the right places helping you, right? 
Yeah, and that is so important in life. So important. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about his rodeo coach. Uh, so he does, he gets recruited on full scholarship, goes to Panola State down in Texas, and rides for uh, Jeff Collins, a rodeo coach. Now, while he's there, Sam, he rides bareback, saddle broncs, and bulls. Yes. Um, and Galen got hurt at a PBR in Big Sky, Montana, tore his knee up. So he couldn't compete the first half of the year uh-huh. at the college rodeos. Mm-hmm. And Jeff still put him on a scholarship, you know, took care of everything just like they said they would. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the bareback riding, Dalen did not qualify for the college finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, uh, mm-hmm. It just was too much ground to make up mm. because some guys don't buck off horses. You know, they might not score real good. Nah, I shouldn't say that. They just, they don't mess up in the bareback riding. And uh, the bull riding, he ended up with half a year qualifying for the college finals. And his coach, uh, outstanding man. I can't say enough mm-hmm. about him. Uh, I really didn't want to go to that college, but. Uh, he didn't want to go to a four-year college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Dalen was recruited pretty heavy. I got people calling me, telling me, yeah, I remember when he was a young man. You're a little kid following you around to these rodeos and all that. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it didn't happen because he wasn't there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, very heavily recruited. And he chose this and he, you know, he knew where he wanted to be and the right person to be with just outstanding guy just and a good man good man absolutely and you're talking about taking care of dalen while dalen kind of repaid it he was the 2019 bull riding rookie of the year he was also the and this is inter this is college rodeo level at the finals and national championships he was the men's rookie of the year and then he also that year won the National College Rodeo Bull Riding Championship. So national championship in 2019. And for the first time, the Panola College Men's Rodeo Team won the National Intercollegiate Rodeo Association National Championship. So Dalen's leadership and Dalen... Gosh, you know, riding for Jeff, who had done such a solid form when Dalen was hurt, very cool to to put that uh, put a year like that together when he comes back, Sam. Yeah, and it uh, it's just by the grace of God that he made the college finals because it was the last bullet, the last thing he had a chance to. Mm. And uh, there was at this time Dalen was doing very well in the PBR also, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the PBR, he was under contract to go to the PBR events. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the PBR actually looking at it said, you know, you have to be here. And we talked about it a little bit and they, they called back the next day and said, okay, no, you're, you're good. You can go to these college rodeos and uh, miss, miss these events. And it, it led to, just a great thing for the whole school and Jeff and Dalen. And cause there again, that's something you'd never get back. Right. Cause right. the next year was, uh, 
the COVID year, and they didn't even have the oh, conference finals. Okay, okay, that's so, right. And then in 2019, Sam, he also finished ninth in the world standings in the PRCA, Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association, qualified for the Wrangler National Finals. He won round five, and he placed in three rounds total at the Wrangler NFR. So he wins a national championship in the bull riding at the National Intercollegiate Rodeo Association. He qualifies to the to the NFR and gets a go round belt buckle. And then in 2019, he really got up on the map, Columbus, Ohio. He rode a bull, I believe at that point that hadn't been ridden in, in one of the unleashed the beast competitions places there. And that kind of launches him. Um, he qualified that year for the PBR world finals in in Vegas. And was it 2019 that he won the Canadian bull riding championship as well? Uh, yes, that year was just incredible. <laughs> uh, you can't, it, other than that, it was just incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, only one other person has made the college finals, the NFR, and the PBR finals the same year. And uh, actually that guy, I don't remember his name, called Dalen. Oh, wow. Congratulated him. He said, I never thought anybody would ever do it again. Yeah. But Dalen didn't only do that. He won the college finals. Yep. And won the Canadian PBR championship. Nobody has ever done what he did yeah. that year. Yeah. Just incredible. Uh, put a lot of miles on, took yep. a lot of beatings, probably got on over 200 bulls. I'm sure he did. Yeah. And, uh, it, it just it just doesn't get any better. I mean, I made made a little cup up with what he did that year and uh, gave it to some close friends that's helped us along the way. And okay. When you okay. read that, it's just wow. Yep. You know. Yep. Most people have never ever accomplished one of those things, let alone five of them in the same year. Yep. Yep. No, an outstanding year. Just just incredible year to to uh, for for Dalen. Absolutely. And then in 2020, he qualified for the PBR World Finals. It was held that year in Arlington, Texas. We're talking, you know, in the midst of COVID. 2021, he qualifies for the PBR World Finals in Vegas. And then, um, and we were out there with you, Sam. That was our first time that we traveled to Vegas uh, to watch him in the World Finals. And then, of course, last year. Won the PBR World Finals, PBR World Championship in Fort Worth. Uh, total earnings a little over one point four million dollars uh, at that rodeo alone. Uh, pretty incredible season. Twenty twenty two gets picked up by the Carolina Cowboys. Wins the twenty twenty two PBR King of the North a hundred thousand dollars. Twenty twenty two and out a breakout un outstanding year. Hard to compare to 2019 with, with everything there, but an outstanding year from a money standpoint, at the very least, in 2022. Yeah, I mean, 2022 is what he's worked for his whole life. Mm -hmm. And after he bucked off the first bull there, mm -hmm. the switch changed. Yep. His mental aspect, you could just see him, yep. uh, the focus in him. We didn't even see him or go to dinner or anything that mm -hmm. those two weeks mm -hmm. we seen him when we went home in between the weeks but mm -hmm. just let him do because his 
you could just see the focus in him, in him. And he just turned it around after the first one and, you know, rode bulls that usually would buck him off going away from his hand and just rode him with ridiculous ease, mm-hmm. just the way you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came down to a close race. I'm it not saying close. he walked away with it, but you it bet. was close. And But uh, he, he, he really looked at, this is what I've worked for my whole life, and I'm going to go get it. If you're going to beat me, you're going to, just like wrestling, yep. you're going to earn it. Yep. If you beat me, you earned it. You knew you were on the mat with somebody, and it was uh, it was exciting. I aged 30 years that week, but it was exciting. <laughs> that was a fun week, for sure. Uh, great, great venue, great place to watch bull riding. And, um, yeah, a lot of drama, as you said, a close race. But, golly, he came to play, and he, he put everything out there. There was no slap in the mat when he was done, Sam. No, no, it was nothing but effort the whole Absolutely. time. And as of right now, he's sitting first in that King of the North, um, PBR King of the North series. Um, there's a bunch more to go, and I know teams are coming up, so that'll be interesting to see how he can weave the King of the North uh, bull ridings into that with the demands of the team. And then, of course, the finals are in September in Minot. Am I saying that right? Minot? Minot, 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 North Dakota, um, for the King of the North series. Now, last year he um, he was he got a release. I think they were the teams were in Missouri that weekend. He got a release and was able to go up and compete for for a couple days, and then he flew back. Uh, Richard Childress racing uh, jet flew him back into Missouri so he could compete on Sunday. So, what a great story! Now, looking at his stats, Sam, here's what the PBR says. He has had 478 bull rides in his bull riding career with the PBR. His riding percentage is 44%. He's made 28 90-point rides, and he's earned a little bit more than $2.5 money, uh, dollars, I should say, um, since he's been involved in the PBR. And you kind of you kind of had conversations about this way back in maybe 2018 when he was starting to ride the Velocity Tour and getting geared up for that 2019 season. You guys had talked about where to go and how to get there, hadn't you? Yeah, well, uh, we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. not saying he listened to me, but... Uh, <laughs> we, and it, it, a lot yeah. of it wasn't his fault, you know, that when he was just starting those uh, smaller events, they'd call you and uh, like if somebody dropped out and you weren't up there to that level yet where you were invited or just could enter and go, mm-hmm. they would call him. And uh, one day him and his brother, they, they call him about noon and he had to be in uh, Wheeling, West Virginia, you know, by mm-hmm. six o'clock. Oh, wow. So what the heck you doing? And, yeah, they made it, and uh, his brother said he was a little scared mm-hmm. <laughs> getting there. Mm-hmm. But uh, then Paducah, Kentucky, that was the one. I said, do you know how far that is oh, from where we're at? That's a bet. long ways, and, and I guess he made it. Okay. But uh, okay. it all paid off, and uh, now he is, uh, I think, making such more wise decisions mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. he used to. It was just go get on. It didn't matter what. Mm-hmm. He's 
taking this weekend off, getting ready. Uh, he got invited to go to Calgary Stampede. So he's going there. Oh, wow. Tuesday, I think he rides. So oh, wow. He said, I'd just taken the weekend off and resting up, and that's something he'd have never done right. two right. or three years ago. Good, so, good, good. Good. And then, of course, he's got the, the ranch and the properties down around Sulphur Springs, Texas. Horses, cattle, dogs. We got to talk about all that at some point. Last night I watched, I think it was the sixth episode of Amazon on Amazon Prime called The Ride. And to our listeners, if you want to learn about these cowboys, uh, these bull riders behind the scenes, their lives, their families, uh, health issues, all kinds of things. The mental aspect of rodeo, of bull riding, you, you, you need to tune into this. It is it is absolutely excellent. Uh, Dalen, last night, you uh, was the episode, Sam, where, where you guys went to church. And just what a neat, neat uh, segment to the show. Yeah, that uh, I, I've started to watch it now. I don't know where I'm at but i have seen the one where we went to church so i must be about the same spot you are okay but, okay uh, it it uh they did a great job but i think you know it, it tells the story of the teams and the riders and what they're doing mm -hmm. and i don't know where these people and, and i'm not technical anything but you know every time I go to dinner with somebody. Oh, we seen you on TV the other day. And I didn't even know what they're talking about at first. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people in this area that watch that ride on Prime. Absolutely. Network and uh, you know it, and it gives it. It really tells the story of these contestants, mm -hmm. and I think it's very well done mm -hmm. and. Uh, mm -hmm. Really enjoy it. Of course, I got a vested interest, so sure. I am going to enjoy it. Oh, but but uh, it it just seems very well done and uh, really really nice to watch. Well, I got to say, Sam, uh, you you were on there sitting in the pew, and and has has anyone from Hollywood called you? Has there been any kind of inquiries? I mean, you 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 look like you know you talk about John Wayne and the Cowboys. Maybe finally you get discovered and you get to be part of that. Um, not unless they're doing a horror movie or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, if you ever need an agent, Sam, when they call you, call me. Okay, we'll okay. we'll we'll figure something out. The, the, the Cowboys. I didn't understand that. How can you do this without me? You know, I'm I'm right. the only one here that was that way. <laughs> right. Yeah, the John but, Wayne movie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this, uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. Maybe Carrie, they should make a, a movie about her story. I, I yeah, firmly absolutely. believe that. Absolutely. But, uh, yep. I agree with that. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. Um, so let's talk about some upcoming rodeos. We, we want to stay current here. And last night, uh, June 29th, so this Friday morning, we are recording this. Uh, the Ellicottville Rodeo kicked off 34 years uh, Friday night, tonight at 7, they got fireworks tomorrow afternoon, 2 o'clock. And Hollywood Harris, Rodeo Funny Man, we've worked with him a bunch, Sam. Hollywood Harris is there, and um, <laughs> we need to see him and catch up with him. Yeah, and I was going to go last night. Oh. Uh, Eli was going to be riding, but yeah. he didn't get out the way he thought. Oh, and oh. 
I called Eli right before, you know, I was getting ready to go. And he said, oh, no, I'm out there Sunday. I said, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to go tonight then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, you will yeah, get over I'll, this I'll, weekend. I, pardon? You will get over there this weekend. I think so. I'm yeah. going to call Carrie's dad and see if he wants to go uh, down. and yeah, Excellent. Excellent. See what day will work better for him if he does want to go. I, I know he likes to go, but, uh, you know, getting back late and everything. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, you bet. yeah, it'd be good to get down and say hi to everybody and, uh, yeah, just see how it's going. You bet. You bet. And then, then the following weekend, July 7th and 8th, uh, Friday and Saturday, 8 o'clock, Crooked Creek Horse Park in Ford City, the Ford Armstrong Championship Rodeo. That's in Pennsylvania. One of the neatest rodeos, Sam, I think we do or have done. Um, you got to know how to get there out in the middle of nowhere. But, man, when you are there, beautiful place to watch a rodeo. And the thing that I always rem- remember um, about Ford City was the amount of money that we would raise in a 50-50. You know, now, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so for our listeners, you buy a ticket and into this big bucket it goes. And 50-50 means if we raise $1,000, the winner gets half of that. And Ford City was great about it. the other half went to a local charity. And I mean, there were nights, Sam, when we raised three, four thousand dollars $4,000. So the winner would walk away with 1500 to $2,000. Just crazy the amount of money that they could raise there. Yeah, it uh, actually, my wife won it once, yeah. and it was sixteen hundred dollars. Okay. You know, and I I never listened to it, and then I started listening, and yeah, it was getting up there three, four thousand dollars. You know, she won sixteen hundred, so it had to be thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred, right? uh, absolutely. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it that they really they do an outstanding job with it, and everything about that rodeo is good. It, it is just you a bet. good facility, good people, yep. and uh, everything about it's good. Yep. And you can check them out on fortarmstrongrodeo.com. And then right behind it, uh, Benton, uh, July 11th through the 16th, kicks off their 38th annual Benton Rodeo. Check them out on bentonrodeo.com. Um, kick off with... Oh, I think some team penning and then some barrel racing. And then, uh, is it Thursday night? The rodeo starts, Sam. Yes. The, the rodeo starts seven 30 Thursday night. Thursday All night. performances are at seven 30 yeah. and, uh, yeah. uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And That's Sunday is the bull riding in the Bronx and the barrel racing. Yeah. Okay. And, and the cool uh, thing, I remember when the, Benton Rodeo Association did this. Oh, this is probably seven, eight years ago. Usually when you go to a rodeo, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is all one rodeo. So single go-round typically, if you remember from our terms, one ride over those three days, and then we see how your points do if, you, if you're high enough to place. They created something a couple years ago, uh, probably six, seven years ago, where it's actually two separate rodeos, not counting the bull riding. Yeah, we uh, we did that uh, for contestants mm-hmm. to be able to come and stay and compete two or three times. Actually, mm-hmm. three times if you're a bull rider or, mm-hmm. or a rough stock contestant in barrel racer, um, like 
Thursday may be a PRCA rodeo. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday may be an ARA, IRA rodeo, and Sunday be the Bolarama. You bet. Uh, but uh, then it kept doing it. They Even when they wouldn't allow you to have a PRCA rodeo at the same time as another rodeo within 24 hours, uh, they passed a rule for that, and it kind of hurt the one rodeo but uh they kept doing it and splitting it up so it gave the contestants uh, another shot at money and that is so uh, cool with the price of fuel and the the expense of going down the road and what a great place to hang out you know if you're a bull rider what a great place to hang out for three or four days yeah and uh contestants are always more limited now than they used to be so it uh, gave them a better show for their spectators because you had more contestants because they could compete twice instead of two go rounds. It, it made it two rodeos. Yeah. And uh, now it it just makes it as uh, contestants you can stay. You don't have to put fuel in the truck. And you know, it, it was just a a win for everybody except for the other rodeos going on and mm-hmm. I kind of caught a little flack for that. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. think of that when I thought of this right. idea. Right. But, uh, I do now. I said, Oh right. yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah I'm taking from you cause they're staying here for you bet. more money. Well, you bet. up your money. Let's go. That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> raise, raise it all up. Absolutely. No, I love that innovation from a competitive standpoint. Oh my goodness. What a great thing they did. And you know, when I think of Benton, that's, that's what they do. They continuously innovate and continuously improve. Um, let's move on to Attica 65 years this year, August 3rd through the 6th kicks it off on Thursday night at eight o'clock. And then, um, you've got a Friday night performance. You got two performances on Saturday and two performances, I believe on Sunday, Sam. Uh, no, there's only one performance okay. on Sunday now. Okay. Um, so they put the Thursday night performance. Oh, and changed that's it. right. And, uh, a limited Sunday night, and uh, everything seems to be looking good there. They're having lots of events at Attica. It's really, mm-hmm. in the past 10 years, has changed. It's that idle for most of the time until the team punters started coming in, and now they're doing barrel racing Thursday. They actually canceled the one last night because of the smoke. Yep. Oh, and, they did? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize but, it was that, uh, that bad up there. My goodness. And uh, they're doing horse shows with kids now. So a lot of people are involved at Attica mm-hmm. throughout the summer now instead of just the rodeo time. And it, it just is fantastic because it brings people there and it, it, it builds contestants, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, years, absolutely. So. And got to build a fan base too, right? I mean, if I go there and watch my daughter and my son perform during the, you know, during the regular season – no doubt I'm I'm gonna head back there for the rodeo when that when that opens up. Sixty-five years. There's there's a lot of memories there, Sam. At some point we gotta del- delve just a little bit deeper. Okay. Uh we'll talk a little bit more about Attica in the future. But uh, great rodeos coming up. No doubt we've missed some that are around, but uh up in your neck of the woods, Sam, uh Attica for sure. You you talked about Eli is out Sunday at Ellicottville, and of course we're talking about Eli Hirschberger. Um, 
one of the cowboys that you got started. What's he up to? What are you hearing? And then, um, and then I'll ask about Raymond right after him. Um, Eli, I talked to him a little bit yesterday. He, uh, he's been having some trouble with his saddle and he switched hands and we talked about oh, uh, wow. different, different things. And, you know, I said, you get your saddle right. And mm-hmm. he told me what was going on. I said, your skirt, your if you're coming off that other side, your one stirrup's got to be longer than the other. Mm-hmm. And he said it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess he said that's feeling good now. And I said, okay, you ride left-handed. I said, you're going to feel terrible trying to ride right-handed. He said, on mm-hmm. the machine, it felt really good. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, but your mindset has always mm-hmm. been your other hand. Use what you know. Mm-hmm. Use what you know and go ride. So mm-hmm. uh, he said he hadn't been riding good. Hopefully... His saddle, I'm sure, was the biggest part of that. Okay. Hopefully, I'll turn it around this week and go. And he switched and hands. He got hurt. No, he no. just he wasn't riding good, so he tried something different. Oh, so you and, said uh, no? Go back, go back and ride left-handed again. Get your saddle fixed and and ride left-handed. Correct. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Understand. And, uh, and Raymond, mm-hmm. he yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He called me the other day, Mr. Brooks at a rodeo and wanted to know if he could go. And I called BJ, it was one in Canada. And I said, well, if you got room for two guys, Bronc riders, he said, ah, he said, I, I, I really don't, mm-hmm. but they should go to Sylvain's rodeo up in Quebec. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, uh, something if he wins that, he gets to go to one of those WCRA events. Oh so yeah. Yeah. He just, yeah, they decided to go to Quebec instead. Oh, they and, did. Uh, okay, okay. He's out in Ellicottville Saturday, so I might go see him. You bet. But and uh, he's healthy and going pretty good. Yes, and Raymond is usually healthy all the time. He's one of those stronger, tougher type Amish guys that uh, can bear through it. So okay, he, he's. Yeah, and he's riding good. He's only been going to like Cowtown, but I think he's been there three or four times and won every one, okay. except for maybe one. So, okay, okay. Yeah. And then uh, someone we haven't talked about, uh, this would be your nephew's son, Carl Renfola. Um, saw him on Facebook. He's He had a great ride. I forget exactly where it was, riding Saddle Bronx. And looks like he's his schedule is on the 28th, which was uh, two days ago. He was in Stamford, Texas. Last night in Amarillo, Texas. Tonight, it looks like Wellington, Texas. Uh, tomorrow on the 1st, if I've got my dates right, Teague, Texas. And then two days later, Granbury, Texas. So he is really out there on the road, Sam. What have you heard? Um, well, his father sends me pictures quite often and talks a little bit about it. Uh, Carl is really riding good. Um, and I had not had a lot of input with Carl. He never really started riding until he was about a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd been around us here and, and watching it, but never really wanted to do it. Maybe until he went to college, you know, and uh, he went to college where Dalen went and Really, this past year, it's come together and it's selling. You know, he's he sent me a picture that was just outstanding. Mm-hmm. I said, I rode for 20-some years, and I didn't get one that good. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, right. Uh, 
is, is really doing well and got a good head on his shoulders yeah. and yeah. Uh, good kid. Good, good kid. Good. Well, we want to keep up with him. So whatever we can find out about him, uh, and I'll I'll keep following him on Facebook, and we'll see we'll see where he is. But uh, go to it, call. Let's have some fun. This he's got a big run. And when when you talk about this time of the year, Sam, they call it Cowboy Christmas because of the number of rodeos that uh, a person can get to. Yeah, there's rodeos everywhere now. I mean. It is. You can you can go to one almost every day if your uh, finances hold out for you, and uh, it, it's just a a good time of year for a rodeo contestant. You bet. You bet. All right. So as we end each show, I got to ask, how's Colton? And the next time we get together, Sam, maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, uh, Colton's history, a uh, little bit of uh, where he's been, what he's done. And uh, tell us, tell us what's going on. What you know about Colton? Well, Colton's. Of course, I'd love to talk about Colton. Yeah, any one of the four kids I can yak about. Absolutely, but, uh, Colton Absolutely. is. Colton is living a cowboy dream. <laughs> he is out there going to a rodeo almost every day. Excellent, and uh, just loving what he's doing. Okay. And, uh, I'm not saying he's winning a lot, but he will yeah, because yeah. he's loving what he's doing and he, he's got the education and the knowledge. And Carrie uh, and I talked a little bit the other day that, you know, it's an education right now. Sure, and sure. It, uh, it is education's expensive and, it, and it's it hard to get down on yourself for not winning all the time, but he will and it, it'll be good. I'm not saying he's not winning. Mm-hmm. winning some mm-hmm. you know it's just so tough out there in you the sphere wrestling you it's bet. just so tough yep and uh as long as he keeps the attitude and loving what he's doing i he i watched him on tv there the other night mm-hmm. and it had uh it's you know he's only unless he's done it when i hadn't seen it but uh they instead of just to shoot and open it up when you nod your head they bring them the steers up an alley so they got mm-hmm. the steers are running when you're running and you're leaving there it's a whole different setup and i took yeah. care i said he must have loved that because yeah. that'd be cowboy shit <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so right yeah that'd be right up his alley okay he is cowboy through and through okay and, uh, okay yeah well that's excellent he's healthy he's healthy uh he he said he Went to practice pen and bulldog the besties bulldog since his knee got hurt. Excellent. So, uh, excellent. Excellent. If you keep that mindset, that's great. You bet. That's great. And and for our listeners, you know, it, it it's amazing. Number one, how many steer wrestlers are going to show up for some of these big rodeos? I mean, you're a hundred plus competitors, right? Yes, and. Probably everyone that he's going to because he's, you know, going to the big ones out there. Cause yeah. I wanted to go see him and Dalen and Cheyenne. And yeah. I was trying to see him. Colton said he wasn't going, but he was going to go to Red Lodge, Montana or somewhere where maybe I could drive over and still see him. Right. But uh, those guys, they're just going to everyone they can get to. So it's not just 100 contestants, but it, it may be 100 contestants but uh there's so many world champions and 
NFR qualifiers at every one. Yeah. If you win at them, yeah. you, you you should be so proud. Yeah, you know, that was the any money. Absolutely. That just, was the, the second thing I was going to talk about, just how ultra competitive I can catch every time. I cannot break barriers, and there's 30 other guys that can do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, probably 70 or 80 other guys that can okay. do the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure of the math. I wasn't sure of the probabilities uh, or the percentages, but uh, you're going to make me get my stat book back out, Sam. Uh, we haven't had that out since that. the PBR <laughs> finals. <laughs> hey, don't do that. There'll be years for that. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, remind me next time we get together, I'm in a resiliency training program with the Miracle Activation Center. It actually starts here in about a half hour. And I'd like to give you an update, Sam. It's pretty cool. Um, so maybe the next time we get together. Anything else on your mind, Sam? Anything else we need to talk about before we say goodbye? Well, I'd like to really learn a lot more about that program. Okay. And we can talk about that. But you uh, no, you I think uh, I'll try to get to Ellicottville and uh, mm -hmm. give you an update on how things went there. But it, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's been a blessing to talk about the kids and uh, you bet. try to inform some people that really didn't know because you just assume that people know this stuff. You but, bet. Uh, you bet. I, I should not do that because the people who are talking about the ride to me are people that you would never even mm -hmm. dream that they would uh, brush a horse, let alone be interested in you what's going on. You bet. Oh, I, I think it's tremendous what the, what they're doing and how they're going to connect. Um, I've got to imagine the PBR is picking up bull riding fans right and left as a result of that. Yeah. I think that was money well spent. Whoever did it or whatever was going on, money well spent. You bet. You bet. All right, Sam. Well, I've got a tractor pull I'm going to be going to tomorrow night. Um, my neighbor he pulls a he pulls a stock tractor, but but I don't know, makes something like 3,500 horsepower. It's just crazy, a big old diesel. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm going to go. He he came and picked me up the other day, and he says you need to come take a look at my tractor, and I did, and yeah. it's an international. Yeah. So Paris, Kentucky. Uh, at the fair uh, tomorrow night. So that's where we're headed. So I'll be able to talk a little bit about tractor pulling. I love tractor well, pulling. <laughs> we, we might need to talk about that because I got a neighbor that I see at lunchtime quite often that goes to the big tractor pulls. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Wisconsin last week. Oh, my so, goodness. He's uh, a traveler. He's yeah. out there in the world. Yeah. I actually did a rodeo in Kentucky and he was down there, pull, or not Kentucky, um, Virginia, mm -hmm. and he was down there pulling tractors at the virginia state fair so oh wow that was years ago but yeah. uh, i didn't even know he did it until yeah. then so yeah yeah yep. pretty cool well we'll talk a little bit about tractor pulling next time we get together <laughs> okay <laughs> you know it's it's rodeo wrestling and racing and we got to come up with an r for tractor pulling that's all there is to it <laughs> or ridiculous. something ridiculous <laughs> there you go ridiculous yeah all right, Sam. Well, I hope you have a good day. And um, and to our listeners, we hope that you enjoy our podcast as much as we enjoy doing it, as much as we enjoy putting this together. Great conversations. If you do, please share it with your friends. Help us spread the word. Repost the episodes up on Facebook. And um, help, help someone find it on their phone. Um, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Search for Beyond the Shoots. 
find us, follow us, like us, whatever you do. Uh, YouTube video, you can check it out um, beyond the shoots uh, on, on YouTube. And remember to check out the New York State Rodeo Mu uh, Museum Facebook group page and become a member. This is Beyond the Shoots. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox, Sam Swearingen, saying thank you. Have a safe, safe day. Stay hydrated and stay away from the smoke. <laughs>